We didn't invent Kid Talk. We perfected it. And at a very young age, you're listening to Voice America Kids. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're a responsible person, and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet. But are you doing enough? We've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green. Mario Jr. is the host of Alive and Green. The show is all about green tips, staying environmentally friendly, and having fun while doing something great for our Mother Earth. You'll want to check out the show Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. If we all do our part now, it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later. Welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions. Before you go out and spend money on that new movie, make sure to listen to the entire show right here on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll take you behind the scenes and preview new movies and DVD releases. Now, here are all of your hosts for Kids First Coming Attractions. Thank you and welcome to the program, Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your co-host, Brianna Hopiton. And I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And today, we are reviewing the films World War Z, The The Way Way Back, Monsters University, and the kids' star, Junior Predators Broadcasters. So right now, we are speaking with Raven about World War Z. Thank you for joining us today, Raven. How are you? I am very good. Super excited that it's the Raven and Brianna show today. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Okay, so I've seen a couple of trailers for the World War Z, and I thought it was going it was it's going to be a great film so can you please tell me a little bit about it Mm -hmm. well world war z um is adapted from the novel uh uh, world war z and it tells about a zombie epidemic that has spread across the entire world so it's not just america this time which is kind of a first for most zombie or alien films where it's not just america Mm -hmm. um so it spreads over the entire world and everything is like the whole world is pretty much crumbling right now because humanity is being completely lost because these zombies aren't, like, typical zombies. So, like, their goal isn't to just run around and eat people and, like, uh, <laughs> brains. Their goal, um, because they're in, they're not, like, really the walking dead. They're just infected, really sick, crazy people. Uh-huh. So their goal is to spread the infection to as many sustainable hosts as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, so what they do is they run around and they bite someone, and that person within 12 seconds turns is infected and gets sick, and then they bite someone. So, oh, that's nice. So it, <laughs> yeah, it's super lovely, but it makes for a very <laughs> fast-paced film because you put one infected person in a room full of totally normal people, yeah. and that zombie bites someone and it starts a chain reaction of just the entire place being destroyed. So it ruins cities, you know, within a matter of minutes um, if you just put one infected person in there. So this film focuses on sort of the life of Jerry Lane, and he's played by Brad Pitt, and he is a former United Nations employee, and he gets sort of, like, recruited by his old boss because his boss is like, hey, we'll keep your family safe if you go out and do this, like, really dangerous mission for us. So, obviously, he's like, okay, I'll do this. So, it's all about him traveling around with some scientists to try to find the origin of the um, pandemic to try to find a cure for the zombies and for the infections. Well, that sounds interesting it's really good it's so good oh my gosh <laughs> yeah i was 
good. When you said zombies, I was like, oh my gosh, warm bodies. But, oh my you know. gosh, yeah. Well, well, warm bodies is is super awesome, but it's like completely yeah. different. Totally. But like, yeah, I feel like there's so many zombie movies coming out, and like zombie move and zombies are like such a cool thing. And it's, like, it's an in thing right now. Yeah, it used to be like vampires and werewolves, and now it's like zombies. Next, <laughs> it'll be like murder creatures or something. I don't know. You know. Unicorns that might yeah. come back. Who knows? It, no, if it's unicorns, I'm gonna be like, she totally called it. Yeah, I called it. You heard <laughs> it here first, guys. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like this movie it brought a lot of like originality almost because the zombies didn't look like your typical zombies. They weren't walking around with slow like brains. They looked like normal people, and they uh, one one thing that really bothers me in a lot of zombie movies is p- they have like super strength, like you'll shoot them in the face like a thousand times and they're still like crawling around but in this movie i mean if you shoot them they're dead um and they always say it's good to shoot them multiple times obviously but still like they have normal people strengths and normal people abilities the only thing is they're just not held back by any fear and they don't Uh have anything to lose so it's like if people just like didn't have not that they didn't have brains but if people didn't have conscious and morals what we'd be capable of is what happens in this movie so it was very realistic oh well that's cool well as you said a little bit before brad pitt stars in this movie how do you think his acting was and how do you think other people's acting was he was incredible in this movie i really love brad pitt and not because he's cute everyone's like oh my god i love him he's so attractive i honestly think he's a very talented actor and he's very committed to all of his roles like he definitely embodied um this character and he he was brought a lot of emotion to it and he was very good i also think the rest of the acting was um very good as well especially with the actors that played zombies because a lot of the zombies were done by cgi like in the trailers when you see all the zombies piling on top of each other obviously that's special effects because they didn't get thousands of people to like break their body parts by piling on top of each other but the actors when they were actual real actors they were like so good oh my god when they were walking around acting like zombies and like being really really creepy it was just so incredible and so amazing and like the makeup team did such an incredible job making oh my god actors look like zombies i it- absolutely love when like you see films that have like a lot of things that make them unnor like not normal and this and that and they're like they have bun they have a lot of this great makeup and I'm and I love that about yeah. about I mean it was really incredible and also one thing that was sort of kind of cool and it it isn't in the film but when I was going to see the movie um it, when I was seeing the pre-screen it's like in this really big theater in Denver and and the movie has good makeup yes <laughs> and the acting's awesome so Brad Pitt has produced this as well. And being an actor and producer in this film is, I mean, I think it would be hard. So how do you think, I mean, not just his acting, but how do you think he did? How do you think he produced it? Mm-hmm. Um, I thought he did very well. His company, Plan B, um, they they worked with producing it. And I thought, I mean, I think the whole film was very well done. And every, because, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't just his... Um, company working with it but I feel like every company and every organization uh working in this film was awesome because the film turned out a lot better than I expected it to be I did think it was just going to be like a stupid zombie movie but it was very well done and so I think Brad Pitt was awesome in contributing to this film in multiple ways yeah I think I mean I think for me he's a well-rounded actor so I think he can do a lot of things absolutely he can be funny and he can be romantic and he can be really emotional and yeah. this film really showed that off 
it yeah, I love talents. I love actors like that. So, mm-hmm. what do you think about the soundtrack and music? Okay, don't even get me started on this. If you read my review, I went on like a rant on how incredible <laughs> it is. Um, I thought the music was so good. Like when I left the theater, I saw it with my aunt, and we were like, "We need to buy the soundtrack. It's so <laughs> good." The music um, was composed originally for this film, and it was so incredible it was composed by marco beltrami Mm -hmm. and it's very sort of modern i'd say and it was like ah like just really good like i would definitely listen to it but it it was very consistent throughout the whole film and it carried a very consistent theme so you'd like recognize the music but it fit each scene so specifically and it was like so perfect so it would be like the same theme and the same like basic melody but altered a little bit for like a scary scene or like altered a little bit more for like a sad scene and it was so good and then like when the credits happened it was like just like the music and it was so good and I was like yes oh I could sit here and listen to this forever <laughs> very good. and it fit the movie very well it wasn't just like a crazy zombie movie with like kicking music in the background the music fit very well so you seem like you really like the music. Oh, you know. Yeah, just you know. <laughs> just a little bit. How many stars do you give this film out of five? I would give this film four out of five stars because it was very good and it definitely beat my expectations. Um, and But I don't know if I would necessarily see it again. I'd wait till it was like on DVD or on Netflix or something because mm-hmm. I feel like it was really entertaining and really like eye-catching and definitely very thrilling. But I feel like if I were to see it a second time it wouldn't have the same effect Mm. because it's like I know what happens yeah I know like who lives and who doesn't and it sort of (laughs) it kind of ruined yeah (laughs) Yeah, because but but it was definitely a very good movie so I'd say four out of five stars yeah because sometimes you can see movies and they'll be so great and so weird and so twisted that you can see them over and over again and have the same effect but some movies just aren't like that so I totally get where you're coming from yeah what age range do you give this film or do you recommend this film i would recommend this film honestly to anyone over the age of 13 it was definitely a very graphic film because there are zombies and a lot of killing of the zombies and the zombies are gross and they bite you and they're like ruthless and they yell a lot and there's a lot of suspense um but honestly it's not it's not super inappropriate or anything at all i think it's just sort of the action content and the suspense to it um the gore factor but honestly i think teenagers will love it uh, adults will love it. Really, you don't even have to be into zombie movies to like this movie. Yeah, because I'm not. In- there is a lot of like mystery and suspense and thrill and action. And I mean, if you hate action movies, don't see it. But honestly, <laughs> anyone else should really love yeah. this. <laughs> yeah, because I'm not into zombies, but I'd probably love this film. Yeah, I mean, well- if you. Like- warm bodies then yeah yeah i love warm bodies <laughs> well raven thank you so much for talking with us today and telling us all about world war z for sure <laughs> anytime <laughs> thank you it's in theaters now so, and it's rated pg-13 so please check that out let's take a break i'm your co-host brianna hope and i'm your co-host raven devaney from kids first coming attractions and you are listening to voice america kids
Just because you're a kid doesn't mean you don't have an important voice to be heard. You are our future, and you need a forum to be heard. Tune in to American Pulse on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll talk to the student leaders of America and find out what they're doing to make a difference today. You'll be inspired to start working now for a brighter future later. American Pulse is heard live every Monday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. It's time to lead by example. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. What do you want to do? Are you interested in the performing arts? If so, make sure you tune in to the Angel and Harmony Show. Angel and Harmony have experience singing, acting, and performing in general and want to help you live out your dreams of the future. Whether you are interested in acting, modeling, dancing, or singing, this is the show for you. We'll even give you the scoop on being behind the scenes if you're a little shy. The Angel and Harmony Show is heard live every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Hey, welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your co-host, Brianna Hope Beaton. And I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And you are listening to Voice America Kids. And today, we are reviewing the films World War Z, The Way Way Back, Kids Star Junior Predators, Broadcasters, and Monsters University. So right now, we are speaking with, again, Raven, about The Way Way Back. And since I have just talked to you, I think you are still fine as a noodle. I am fine as a noodle. Yep, I'm, yes. I am too. We're both, <laughs> we're both fine as noodles. Awesome. <laughs> Okay, Raven, can you please tell me a little bit about The Way, Way Back? I sure can. Okay, so The Way, Way Back tells the story of Duncan, who is played by Liam James. And he's like a super, super awkward, sort of shy, not very confident teen. And his mom, um, he lives with his mom, and he really loves his dad, but his dad kind of doesn't really want to have anything to do with him, which is super sad. So he lives with his mom, and his mom is, like, really controlling. And his mom has this boyfriend named Trent, played by Steve Carell. And Trent and Duncan do not get along very well. They don't see eye to eye on really anything. And both of them are sort of forced to 
get along with each other for the entire summer when they go to Trent's um, beach house. And Duncan is, like, so tired of his family and, like, everyone there. And they're just, like, really irritating to him and they don't get him. And he's like, why doesn't everyone see how terrible Trent is? So so he tries to get away from it for a little bit by working at a local amusement park called Waterwiz. And he becomes, like, the most popular um, worker there and, like, everyone... Everyone loves him. He's like the employee of the month for the entire time he's there and everyone loves him and he makes so many friends and it's really a way for him to escape and find himself. So it's about his journey finding himself and dealing with his awful family. (laughs) Run away. Because families are great. Yeah, you should totally do that. Yeah. Well, it sounds like a really interesting... What do you think the acting was in this film? Um, okay, here's where I'm a little bit conflicted, because I feel like some of the acting was really, really awesome, and then some of the acting was like, Mm. uh, okay. So I feel like Liam James, who plays Duncan, he was good because he is a teenage boy, and, I mean, Duncan didn't really do much throughout the movie. He sort of just, like, stood there with a blank face because that was his character. Mm -hmm. So I feel like it was sort of easy for Liam to just not really do anything. Yeah. So I'm, you know, I don't really know how to rate that acting. It also, yeah. I mean, Steve Carell, I love Steve Carell so much and it makes me so sad to say this, but he was not very good in this movie at all. And it's like, oh, my heart is breaking saying that because I literally love every movie Steve Carell is in, but his acting just seems so forced in this. Like it didn't seem real and it mm-hmm. seemed like he was trying too hard. It was very campy, I'd say. Yeah, I think, I mean, some people... I mean, not, I'm not saying all people, but some yeah. people do have that, like, some actors do have those moments where, I mean, I think they have one film that's just, it's, it's just not their best. Yeah, I mean, I honestly think, I honestly wasn't super impressed by any of the main characters acting. I feel like it was, like, the sort of little background characters that I really, really loved, like, um, Rob Co- Audrey, who plays Kip, he's sort of like this awkward, like, well, he's not awkward. He's just like this clueless husband that's like staying with the family. And he's really funny and he's really awesome. And then also um, Jim Rash, who plays Lewis. And I actually got to interview him. Um, Lewis is like this super creepy, like, awkward dude that works at like the, the, this like food stand at the amusement park. And then Nat Faxon, who plays Roddy. And I also got to interview him and he um, he's like one of the um, owners of the parks, like really good friends. And I feel like they were honestly like the most interesting characters to see, even though they weren't big characters. They were just sort of like fun flavors to the the movie. And they did, I feel like, almost a better job than the main characters. Well, that's good. I I think it's good for people to know that the main characters doesn't always have to be your the be good acting. It's kind of just. That's why yeah. they call it like a cast. You ha- all have to work together. So. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard there's no such thing as a small role, only a small actor. Because honestly, like my favorite thing to do when I'm in plays is to play like the background roles because you can be so fun with them, and I feel like that's how this movie was. <laughs> well, that's nice. Yeah. What genre do you think this film is? Um, I would say comedy and drama. And summer movie, if that is a genre. <laughs> Let's turn it into a genre. This is like a, definitely a good summer movie to watch with your friends, I'd say. Yeah, I like when they come out with movies that are like just not just for summer, but they're basically out for people who yeah. like, like summer movies. So 
I mean, it's about summer. It's released during summer. It comes out on July 5th, which is my birthday. So you guys should watch this movie and think of how cool I am. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I totally will. (laughs) Yeah. So are there any special effects? And if any, did you like them? I didn't really notice any special effects. This the cinematography in this film is very relatively simple. It's just them in a beach house. Um, and it looks like pretty much every beach house you'd see in the beach with, like, the tall grass all around on the side and all of the houses, like, open up to, like, sandy hills and then there's beach. And it's, like, I mean, there was no special effects. It was just regular filming. <laughs> just regular cinematography. Filming. It was fairly simple. Well, at least, I mean, sometimes there there's too many movies where it's, like, too big and yeah. too many Yeah, stuff, it was definitely so. a very simple, sort of more realistic. This film was very, very realistic. Like, there were, the scenes had very few cuts in them. So instead of, like, it cutting back and forth between a conversation, it would pan more. And, like, when someone would leave a room, it wouldn't cut to them entering a room. It would sort of just pan to them um, going into the other room. So the scenes were a lot longer, which was kind of good because it made it more realistic. But it also like, made the film a little bit longer than it should have been, I feel like. Well, so that was the only thing about the cinematography that was that noticeable, I guess. Well, every every film has that thing that you don't like. Yeah. You are listening to the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your co-host, Brianna Hill-Beaton. And I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And you are listening to Voice America Kids. And today, we are reviewing the films World War Z, The Way Way Back, Kids Star Junior Predator, Broadcasters, and Monsters University. So right now, let's continue speaking with Raven about The Way Way Back. And we were just speaking about how the cinematography and the special effects, I mean, there wasn't really special effects that she noticed, and it was kind of just simple cinematography. So that's what we were talking about. Yes, yes. Uh (laughs) So how many stars do you give this film out of five? I would give this film three out of five stars because I did enjoy it and it was entertaining for the time being in the theater. But I didn't think there was anything necessarily about this film that was super eye-catching. Like, I definitely would recommend it to my friends and recommend it to people to check it out. But honestly, it wasn't a film that was like, oh my gosh, that part was super incredible or oh like this was super incredible it was just a pretty average film in my opinion i mean i mean that's how that's how things are i mean that's our our uh our opinions are so Mm -hmm. your opinion is my opinion chico yes (laughs) so (laughs) yeah we're just the same just the same oh yeah yeah were you able to find any messages or morals that other than um, leaving your family if you don't like them? (laughs) (laughs) No, I think, yeah, that wasn't necessarily that big of a moral. It was just like, go work at a amusement park if your mom's annoying. No, um, no, I definitely (laughs) think the morals was give yourself more credit because how this film starts, um, and it was actually uh, Jim Rash, who was an actor in this, who I got to interview but he's also a director and a writer and a producer and blah 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 for this film this film starts with um the main character liam getting a talk from or the main character duncan getting a talk from talk from trent and he's like where would you rate yourself on a scale of one to ten and liam's like i'd say probably a six and trent's like no you're a three and so jim was talking to me about that and he's like yep that's what like my stepdad said to me at the time and i took it to heart so i feel like this film was more about giving yourself more credit and having more self-confidence and not letting other people's opinions sort of dictate your happiness 
Yeah, I mean, because some people over like they totally do the opposite. Like they're way too cocky about themselves. Yeah. So it it's kind of be. I mean, in this film, obviously people aren't too like proud. Yeah. But I mean, sure. that's definitely another lesson. Don't mm-hmm. be too proud of yourself, but don't like underestimate yourself. So. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. This film is rated PG-13. Do you feel this is the correct rating for this film? Absolutely, because there was a lot of mild profanity, um, so there wasn't, like, any hardcore language, but there was a lot of, like, pretty moderate language. And there was also um, a few times when drugs were used, and there was a lot of inappropriate humor, which I personally thought was very funny and the adults thought was very funny, but, like, my little brother saw it and he was like, what? And my dad was like, oh, no, I should not have taken him to this. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I think 13 is up is... 13 and up is pretty good. Well, that's good to know so that parents can now yeah. know that, yeah, that just be cautious about what you let your children see. Yes. <laughs> what is your favorite scene? Oh, I think my favorite scene is when Duncan, at his, his very first day working at the amusement park, and there are some kids in the park that are, like, breakdancing, and they're not supposed to be because it's dangerous because there's, like, water park slides all over the place and it's dangerous to be like just break dancing all about so Dun- Duncan has to go break them up and he's like freaking out because it's his first day and how he does it is so hilarious it's so funny and he's so awkward but it shows that he's very committed to the people he's working for and the people in the park that he's befriended so I think it's it's a very cute scene and it's very awkward and super funny and it was awesome <laughs> It's kind of awkward and super crazy, and yeah. Yeah. Well, Raven, thank you so much for talking with us today and telling us all about The Way, Way Back. It's in theaters on July 5th. Yes, no problem. Be sure to <laughs> yes. check it out. And yes, yeah, please. lovely talking with you, Brianna. Oh, well, thank you. Let's take a break. I'm your co-host, Brianna Hope Eton. And I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. From Kids First Coming Attractions, and you are listening to Voice America Kids. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between, discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Kids these days are so connected to the media that they can't help but be surrounded by news and politics. Today's kids get more information than kids of past generations, and because of that, they have more informed opinions. Kids today may not be able to vote yet, but they can certainly influence voters and issues with their voices. Tune in every week for America Today and talk about the issues and influence the decision makers. America Today airs every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. 
we're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Hey, and welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And I'm your co-host, Brianna Hopiton. And you're listening to Voice America Kids. So we have with us Brianna because it is the Raven and Brianna show today. Yay. Yay. And we are going to be talking about Kidstar Junior Predator Broadcasters. And it is a sports broadcaster done by junior children, people, teens. (laughs) Um, And Brianna actually got an opportunity to work with them and go hang out with them and even meet Cornelius, who is the producer for the radio show, whom we couldn't do anything without. So props to you, Cornelius. (laughs) Yes, shout out. So Brianna, tell me a little bit about what you did while you were there. Of course I will. Uh, since this is a segment about what I did, of course I'm going to say it. <laughs> well, basically what I did was, it's hard to explain. Well, for me, it's hard to explain. It's kind of like... I have you, faith in you. You can do yeah, it. Thank, thank you. You know, when you hear on, on sports and stuff like that, where it's like play-by-play play and you yep. hear them say, oh, he just shot it to Disney, so just so a touchdown. And, yeah. Yep. That's basically what I did, but mm-hmm. on a smaller scale. Because I was very nervous, and I, I did. I mean, I did some parts because I was very nervous. I couldn't get everything I wanted out. Yeah. But it was an amazing zing zing opportunity that I had a chance to be a part of, and it was it was very nice. It was very nice being there because when you see a sport or a sport broadcast, well, not a sport broadcast, but when you see it on TV, it's so different than when you yeah. actually see it. I mean, I'm yeah. a, I know a lot of people that see, see sports on TV and then they see it on, like, they're actually their lives. So it's yeah, they're very like, what cool. is this? Yeah, it's so different because it's just like seeing your favorite star on TV and being totally fine, but then when you see him in real life, it's like you're hyperventilating. It's, it's so different. Yeah, absolutely. So tell me about the setup when you got there. What was it like? What was, you know the atmosphere like for you because you got to see the Orlando Predators versus the Pittsburgh Powers which is pretty big um so yeah so tell me what the atmosphere was like when you got there well I will I will say that well I'm I got there at 
I kind of forgot what time I got there at. <laughs> so I'm just going to skip that part. Um, I got there and we went into the building and we went up to where we were going to be like saying stuff at. <laughs> and we had like we had TVs that would broadcast the 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 sport and the f- football arena football. Yeah. And we had chairs and stuff like that. And we felt and then we got our like media passes and it was very cool to have those on because it was all like, yeah, we can go anywhere because we have media passes. So that was cool. And the atmosphere during the game, it was it was absolutely amazing. There was a lot of people. It was so loud. And I got to sit next to, well, okay, so you know how when you watch basketball or football or baseball or whatever, yeah. you, you hear, and here's number 41, the orange yeah. guy. So, <laughs> the orange guy. Yeah. yeah. For sure. I was sitting next to I was sitting next to the actual dude that said that. So it was like me doing my stuff and then he was doing his stuff. And in the middle of the game, out of nowhere, he's like, and wish good luck to or something like that, wish good luck to Mario Jr. and Brianna Beaton for Kid Star Radio. And oh, I was just like, awesome. Oh my gosh. And it was so random, so no one really knew what he was talking about. <laughs> but Except I you heard did. my name. Awesome. Yeah. I heard my name, so it was cool. That's super awesome. So talk Tell me about working with some of the other kids from Kid Star Radio. I got to, I got a chance to meet the other Kid Star people, and I, the guy that was like doing the whole play-by-play most of the time, his name was Caleb. I forgot his last last name, but his dad owns the, I think it was the Pittsburgh. No, it's not the Pittsburgh Powers. It's the Orlando Predators. He mm-hmm. owns that. And so he had on his pass, it said all access and I said media. And I'm just like, whoa, okay. And they played a joke on me and they said, yeah, it's, it's not his dad's. It's Caleb's. Caleb's is, this is Caleb's. And I was just like, no, it's not. And they're like, yeah, he pays the bills and he pays the electricity. And I'm just like, oh my gosh. And me being the gullible person I am. Yeah, I little totally, gullible Brianna. <laughs> I totally believe them. And after I got in the car, I'm just like, I don't think they were. I don't think they were like telling me the truth. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I was I was talking with him, and I was also talking to Mario Junior, which I have met through email. Well, I haven't met, as some people say. No, um, of him, yes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know of them. We've met. Well, not met, of course. We've talked through email and Skype. So this was the first time I've talked to him ever, and Mr. Cornelius. Shout out again. Yeah. His, I think, nephew, yes, nephew, was there. And so I got to meet all three of them. That sounds like such a fun experience. Yeah. You're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And I'm your co-host, Brianna Hope Beaton. And today we have been talking about the films World War Z, The Way Way Back, and we will soon be talking about Monsters University. But right now we are talking about the Kid Star Junior Predator broadcasters, and Brianna got to do a play-by-play for the Orlando Predators versus the Pittsburgh Powers. So she's telling me all about her experience there and getting to meet um, some of the other Kid Star broadcasters and getting to meet Cornelius, shout out, and getting to <laughs> hang out with everyone and see the game. So tell me a little bit about the game and seeing the Predators versus the Powers. That's such yes. a fun, like... Uh, <laughs> The Predators versus the Powers sounds well, okay. like super intense. Like yeah, but when you say it, robot movie. Yeah, yeah. When we're 
gonna make a movie. Yeah. Um, when you say it, like, I got mixed up a lot because it was like, and now the predators, I mean, the powers have, yeah. I mean, it was so confusing because the names are so close together. Yeah. So, yeah. Totally yeah. forgot what the question you were asking. So, oh, tell yeah. me how the game was. <laughs> oh, yeah, the game. Um, so, uh, duh. The Predators won. Um, I kind of forgot the score. <laughs> yeah. I'm so sorry. But Oh, you're fine. Yeah. Um, the Predators won, and they had, I believe, before this, they had a three-game winning streak, and, of course, they now have a four-game winning streak. And the Powers, I believe, yes, the Powers had a two before this they had a two game losing streak and now it's three game losing streak so i mean i kind of predicted that the predators would win mm-hmm. i'm not really into football but i mean like i'm into football i just don't know a lot of po- football so um it was kind of like the predators were going to win kind of mm-hmm. i i'm learning a, more and more about arena football so when i saw this game it was it was very cool it's it's i guess you could say half of what the regular size of football is so it's mm-hmm. instead of 100 yards it's 50 yards yeah. and so it seemed and when i went down on the the floor it was actually a big mat it's a it's just a really big mat that goes over the basketball court so that was yeah. cool and during the game it was just this really nice atmosphere it taught me a lot about like being ready and it, it helps with communication skills and teamwork and because it, it had a really good atmosphere. I learned a lot, and I'm very glad I went. So what was it like for you doing the announcing when you have very limited knowledge about <laughs> um, football, you know? Yeah, you, you really had to ask that, didn't you? I did. Um, Put, yeah. Putting you on the spot here. Thanks. <laughs> I'll remember that. Um, well, it was nice. I mean, I did try to, I tried to get a little information, so I wasn't totally clueless. But before this, I was totally clueless. Yeah. I didn't even know there was a rain football. Like, that's how clueless I was. Yeah. Yeah. It's very that's, sad. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it that's was really so adorable. Sad. I didn't even know. <laughs> yeah, well, I think the best way to learn things is, is to just immerse yourself into yeah. it. So, immersion therapy for you on how to learn <laughs> about football. So, tell me a little about meeting the NFL football um player from the Pittsburgh Steelers Ike Taylor and he's like a super star football player so tell me a little bit about that experience okay so I didn't know who he was <laughs> <laughs> of course you didn't of course yeah so Good job. a lot of people are like oh my gosh it's so amazing I'm just like oh okay so but when I saw him it was very cool I was just like he's so tall and I didn't think he'd be so tall and it yeah was, they're massive right but, like, I would think he'd be this, like, really fat dude. <laughs> but he wasn't fat. He was, he was, he was tall. Not tall, like bas- not tall like basketball. Basketball players, but just, like, a big football dude. Yeah. Yeah. But he, he, it was cool, and he was, like, really chill about everything. And and I forgot what his shirt said. I, I was thinking about his shirt. Um, I forgot what his shirt said. But he was very nice, and he, we took a few pictures, I think. Okay. I'm not sure. But I think we took a few pictures and I I got to spend like a few a few seconds with him or a few minutes, I forgot. But he was sitting like right next to us, so it was cool. Oh, that's to be, so fun. Yeah. Like next to the a few seats down from the announcer who I was sitting by, he was there playing with his kids. So yeah, it was that's really awesome. cool to meet with people. It was not as easy as it looks. It's yeah. not as 
I mean, meeting people that you really, really, I mean, <laughs> meeting fans. people that other people she really, fans. really like, but you have nothing to know about it. Yeah. But it was, it was, it was really cool. I really like meeting new people and watching. So, yeah. Games. Well, some of my friends are huge Steelers fans. So I'll be like, yeah, my friend Brianna got to meet Ike Taylor. So, haha. <laughs> awesome. Well, Brianna, thank you for telling me all about your experience with the Kidstar Junior Predator broadcasters and watching the game and immersing yourself into the world of football, even though you're like, have no idea what's going on. But that's awesome. I'm glad you had fun. So thank you for telling us all about that. Thank you. Let's take a break. I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And I'm your co-host, Brianna Hopiton. And you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. You're a responsible person, and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet. But are you doing enough? We've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green. Mario Jr. is the host of Alive and Green. The show is all about green tips, staying environmentally friendly, and having fun while doing something great for our Mother Earth. You'll want to check out the show Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. If we all do our part now, it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Do you think that you can't change the political system in our country? Well, one host is doing that and started at age 13. Join Connor Brantley for Hello, the Future is Calling. Our show takes an inside look at what's going on in national, state, and local government from a new and very unique perspective. Connor holds our elected officials accountable and will bring you an unbiased look at what's really going on. Listen for Hello, the Future is Calling every Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Kids. Help make a difference. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the Fame Game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the Fame Game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Hey, and welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your co-host, Raymond Devaney. And I'm your co-host, Brian Hope And you're listening to Voice America Kids. Now we are going to talk about the new film, Monsters University, and it is the first ever prequel done by Pixar. Uh, Pixar has done some sequels, but they have never done any prequels, and this is the first one. And we're going to educate you on all of it, and it's awesome. So we have with us Brianna. Um, so Brianna, awesome speaking with you again <laughs> yeah. on the Raven and Brianna show. 
Mm -hmm. Uh, So why don't you talk to us a little bit about the plot of this film and what it's about? Yes, yes, I will. Well, the plot is mainly about about Mike Wazowski. And ever since he was was little, um, played by Billy Crystal, voice, just put that in there. And ever, ever since he was little, he has wanted to be a scare. And but he was always one of those little monsters that um was kind of an outcast i he he was very small and not awkward but he just he just didn't fit in with everyone he wasn't scary yeah he wasn't scary (laughs) and he wants to become a scare so he attends the monsters university since this is basically where the best scares come from and in his first semester yeah roughly his first semester he meets james sullivan sully voice of john goodman and the last name Sullivan is very, very respected in this little college university thing. Yeah. <laughs> because he's very... Yeah, his dad's a very well-known yeah, scare. So he's like a prodigy. Dad, yeah. So, it, I mean, it's very well-known and it's very respected, but you kind of have to live up to that. So the two of them love to compete against each other because they're just like, no, I'm the best. No, I'm the best. And, but they eventually both get kicked out of this university scare program thing. And they kind of have to work together with kind of their little bunch of weird, nerdy, misfit monster people things <laughs> to get back in. <laughs> yeah. They, they join a fraternity called Uzma yeah. Kappa. <laughs> Which and is everyone there is super funny and okay one thing that i want to mention about all the fraternities and sororities is they all have like um acronyms you know which most fraternities do but all of the acronyms were totally perfect for um like the characteristic of the yeah. fraternity and the sorority so like uzma kappa their um acronym was okay and so they were sort of like the okay sort of awkward people <laughs> and like the cheerleader fraternity or sorority um their acronym was pink and it was perfect because yeah. they were super girly. And there was, like, um, the really Hiss. scary fraternity. Yeah, there was one fraternity in there. Uh, thing was Hiss. And another one was, like, Ew. And then they were, like, super gross and creepy. And then, like, for the really scary fraternity, their um, acronym was ROAR because they growled a lot. Yeah. And then the, the last one, what was the last one? I can't even. Um. It was really funny. Oh, yeah, the really, like, jerky people, their um, acronym was the Jocks. So I thought that was super funny, yeah. too, because they all, like, ah. Uh, so clever. Good job, filmmakers. Yeah. So yeah, this film was very, very funny and very clever. I mean, and it's funny because only, only like the adults would catch that. So I feel like this film was really, really good for younger kids because obviously Monsters Inc. was awesome for little kids. So Monsters University is as well. But like teenagers and adults were like, yeah, I got those hidden messages. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I got that. I mean, I didn't really. I mean, I like Pixar and everything. I just didn't like Monsters Inc. I didn't like it. I what? I love. I know. Wait, are you serious right now? I'm, I'm like serious. I mean, like I, I. I it's don't just even not know ever speak to you again. No. I'm sorry. It's just I. I really like Monsters University, but I like Monsters Inc. It's just it wasn't that good to me. I don't know. So I, you maybe like it's just Monsters me. University better than? Yeah, I, totally. See, okay, I really loved Monsters, Inc. Like, I grew up on that. I used to watch it all the time and at, like, my grandma's house. So I just remember, like, sitting in her kitchen, watching her, like, make mas- mashed potatoes and, like, watch the kitchen TV with, like, Monsters, Inc. on it, you know? So I was super excited for this movie. And I thought, I don't know, I feel like this movie was not better, but it was definitely equal to the first one. It was very different, though. It was a lot more modern. Yeah. But like I mean, because it wasn't it wasn't Monsters Inc. one year and then the next year Monsters University prequel so 
Yeah. Was, yeah, so it's definitely modern, and uh, I can't believe you didn't like Monsters, I think. I, I mean, God, it was, it was good. It was just... I yeah, I mean, to each his own. To each his own. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, but you have seen Monsters, Inc., obviously, then. Yes, I have. So, in the end of this movie, and I don't want to totally give it away, but in the end of this movie, they brought back a lot of, like, familiar faces. And <gasps> oh, my gosh. So, yes, my gosh. With, like, the abominable snowman, and I was like, ah, oh, oh, yeah. that's so clever. That's so but clever. It's so weird, because in the in Monsters, Inc., you yeah. would think that they'd be like, oh, my gosh, hey, but they don't. But they, because, they don't know each other, yeah, so. Yeah, because it's not, it's like making a movie and then making a prequel, but in the movie, it doesn't, it's not like you made the movie, but then you were just like, okay, yeah, it's like, we're going to make a prequel like after this, so we're going to, like, tie in some things. They didn't do that. They didn't know they were going to do that, so it was kind of like, it was weird, if you yeah. get what I'm saying. Absolutely. <laughs> You're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And I'm your co-host, Brianna Hope Beaton. And today we are talking about the films World War Z, Monsters University, The Way Way Back. And we ha- will also be talking about the Kidstar Junior Predators broadcaster, which Brianna got to do about, which we previously talked about. But right now we are talking about Monsters University and how it sort of relates to Monsters, Inc. It's a prequel, and so we're talking about some, like, clever tie-ins that happened. Um, so tell me a little bit what you thought about the animation in this film compared to the original. I mean, obviously it's going to be a bit more clean because it's more mm-hmm. modern. But yeah. how do you think the design of the aliens compare... Or not that... Monsters, they're not aliens. It's not <laughs> university. How do you yeah. think the design of the monsters um, compares to the original film? I okay. So the three D animation here, since I saw it in three D, I think it only comes out in three D. I'm sorry if yeah. I misunderstood. No, I'm it's mistaken. 3D. Yeah, three yeah. D. Uh, it, it had great three three D animation. I mean, compared to the other one, it was like it, like it, there was such a difference. Like if you if you could put them up against each other, it'd be yeah. such a difference. But it it wasn't so much of a difference that like Mike was asking. He doesn't look like Mike Wazowski. Yeah. Like, for do you sure. get what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, it was it was very it was very good because of the whole bunch of technology and the images uh, were just a lot cleaner. I feel like. Yeah, they were a lot sharper. Um, they had a lot more vibrant colors. I thought because of the whole movie thing. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think I think it was a lot sharper and a lot cleaner, and the colors were just more more vibrant. I think. <laughs> Absolutely. So tell me about um, your favorite character, if you have one. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so my favorite character really isn't a character. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a character, but... Okay. So my favorite character is, like, the little Mike Wazowski when he was little. Yeah! Oh, oh my god! so cute! Oh, when I first saw him. Yeah. It was like... I was just like, that is adorable. And he had... He had his braces, and... Yeah. He had his little braces, and he had this big eye. But, like, I think the eye was the same, like, same size as like his, his eye. His body was smaller, yeah. <laughs> so it was, just, it was just, like, his eye just was his whole body. It was so cute. And he had this little small voice. I think that's my favorite character. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah. And yeah. I think it's very cute because in the beginning, in this film, um, it starts with, with Mike going on a field trip to, like, Monsters, Inc., which is funny yeah. because he ends up yeah. working there, and it's super 
super duper awesome. And so he goes there and he like sees all the scares and he's like, that's what I want to do when I grow up. And then he goes to college for it. And this film ends right where Monsters, Inc. begins, kind yeah. of. It's, it, it's I mean, like kind the, of. The first day on the job and yeah. what not and all this stuff. And they worked their way up from being janitors and it's super awesome. And That oh, was yeah. so cool. I like how they had with the montage and stuff at the end. Yeah, how they had picked pictures instead of like because I thought they were actually going to like play them out being like um, yeah. male people and then they were going, going to, to like yeah. play it out but they actually had like pictures yeah. so cool. that was cute yeah. um I think okay my favorite character was Art who was like oh my gosh he's the best he's played by Charlie or voiced by Charlie Day and he's like Brana he's if you don't remember him he's like the purple dude with like the weird he's like shaped like a rainbow and he's purple and oh yeah him okay <laughs> for a second yeah. i was just like what are you talking You're about like, who is that yeah i mean his he, he didn't i think he said his name once but he sort of like whispered it so it was kind of weird but yeah um so art is this he's very artsy hence the name art and yeah. he um he is in the uzma kappa fraternity and everyone in the uzma kappa fraternity is really weird like they all have very like distinct quirks and stuff yeah like squishy he's so funny oh my god but anyway back to art he (laughs) is so crazy and like he's super artsy and like hippie and whatever but he's also super crazy which is awesome because charlie day is super crazy charlie day is in um uh oh it's always sunny in philadelphia and he's like the crazy weird guy and so he like he art was totally like a month version of him and he was so crazy and so funny and he said like the weirdest things ever but it was hilarious because I know people that are actually like that (laughs) and so he was just such a memorable character and he was like so funny he's like I can't go back to jail again and it's like while we're on that that's my favorite scene yeah like the the way he says it he's like I can't go back to jail (laughs) and he just like runs yeah, there's there's one scene. I love all of the scenes that Art is in because he's my favorite character. But there's this one z- scene where Mike is, like, trying to train Uzma Kappa because pretty much this whole film is them um, going in a competition to try to get back into the scare team. So they have yeah. to, um, like, the compete with games. all the other fraternities. Yeah, the scare games. They have to compete with other all the other fraternities and sororities in the annual scare games. So he's trying to, like, train them on what to do he's like I want you to throw out all of your inhibitions and all of or all of like your morals and everything and everything you've ever known and Art just goes done like he doesn't oh my god yeah he's just like, like done like done. completely wiped my slate clean and I thought it was so funny because he's like just so crazy and it's awesome it's awesome yeah. um well we're almost out of time but I give this film four out of five stars what about you Brianna oh my gosh same totally awesome. I, I give right this what we're twinning <laughs> running right now yeah, totally. Uh, I give this one four out of five stars, as I said, like, three seconds ago. Um, it was a really good film. I I liked it. Um, it's just, it wasn't one of those films, like, I, I think I said this before. It's it's a good film, and I don't have anything against it. It's just not one of those, like, really, really, really fantastic, amazing, classic films. Absolutely. So, but it's still a super awesome yeah, movie that kids film. will love and adults will love because there's some very funny inside jokes that will just fly right <laughs> over the kids' heads. So definitely <laughs> be sure to check out this film and it is in theaters now. So be sure to go check out Monsters University and Brianna, thank you for talking with me about it. It's been Lovely. it's it's been fun. It's been real. <laughs> yeah, it's been real fun. <laughs> I'm your co-host Raven Devani. And I'm your co-host, Brianna Hopiton. And you're listening to Voice America Kids. Thank you again for tuning in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. 
Now you know what to see. And speaking of see, we'll see you again next week. These days are so connected to the media that they can't help but be surrounded by news and politics. Today's kids get more information than kids of past generations, and because of that, they have more informed opinions. Kids today may not be able to vote yet, but they can certainly influence voters and issues with their voices. Tune in every week for America Today and talk about the issues and influence the decision makers. America Today airs every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. What do you want to do? Are you interested in the performing arts? If so, make sure you tune in to the Angel and Harmony Show. Angel and Harmony have experience singing, acting, and performing in general and want to help you live out your dreams of the future. Whether you are interested in acting, modeling, dancing, or singing, this is the show for you. We'll even give you the scoop on being behind the scenes if you're a little shy. The Angel and Harmony Show is heard live every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. What's cooking? Join Kid Chef Eliana for Cool Kids Cook. Eliana is one of the youngest published cookbook authors and will show you that there are all kinds of goodness in food beyond the chicken nuggets and fries. On our show, we'll discover cuisine from around the world, learn some great cooking techniques, speak with some of the world's top chefs, and share recipes. Kid Chef Eliana is here for you on Cool Kids Cook every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Bon Appetit! We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. 